0: Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Ra. I am your hostess, (laughs) and I am so grateful that you have decided to press play and spend the next bit of time with me. I put a little poll on my Instagram for what this week's not this week's, I shouldn't say that, I am so inconsistent with posting, it just happens when it happens, for this episode, and it was a really close poll, I think we ended up with 54% tapping into the heart, which is what we'll be talking about, that was like 19 people. And then 46% voted for, like, crazy manifestation stories, which will probably be the next episode. But yeah, I found that really interesting that you guys wanted to hear about this. So I hope that you're pleased with the results, and... If you voted for the other one, then just come back next time. Anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful day. Spring is creeping her way in. It's a beautiful, messy rebirth of it all. Some days are pouring rain, some days are so clear and bright like today. And it's just so lovely to get out and in the sunshine and move and breathe the air. I hope you are well today. I hope you've taken time to stretch, drink water, nourish your body. I hope you've done some movement today. given yourself a few deep breaths of stillness, and if you haven't, then that's okay, because we're starting with a little meditation, and uh, this is a meditation that I just find myself doing quite often, we will be entering your heart space. Just to have a look around and see what you see. And then you can listen to the rest of this episode with that understanding of your heart space and apply what you need to apply and leave what you don't. So let's get started. So wherever you are, just come to a place of stillness. If you're driving, don't do this while you drive. Maybe pull over or save it for later. But if you're even on a walk, maybe find a spot to sit. If you're doing some chores, just take the next few moments to find a place of stillness. Whether that be a seat where you're lying down. Whatever's comfortable for you. Once you get comfortable, you can let your eyes close. Feel the breath move through your body. Maybe you need to take a little bit of movement, rolling out your neck, rolling out your shoulders so that you can ease into that comfortable position. Now when you're ready, come back to that stillness with your eyes closed and take a deep inhale with me. Feeling the air move through your nose. This fresh air circulates through your body, sweeping away any thoughts in your mind, surpassing any boundaries in your body, moving down the spine, circling through the pelvis, and as you exhale, the breath moves back up through the body and out through your nose, taking with it anything that no longer serves you. Focusing only on the breath right now. Let's inhale. The breath moves through your nose, sweeps through your mind. Circulates through your body, down your spine and exhale to let that breath back out. On this very last one, take a deep breath in. Allow this breath to take in anything that still lingers within you, anything holding you back from surrendering to this moment. The world will still be there when you open your eyes, so let this breath clear you and take you into peace. Exhale and completely let go. Now let your breath come back to normal. Whatever frequency, whatever rhythm feels natural for you. Now bring your energy inward. Maybe you can imagine a miniature version of yourself. Maybe it's a light residing between your eyes and your third eye center. Guide this light or walk this self down from your third eye through your neck, your throat. And as it descends, it approaches a doorway. Just your presence right here is enough to open up the door. And as you walk in, you recognize that you are entering your heart space. What do you see? Do you see a vast valley with rivers and trees and mountains? Do you see a beautiful home decorated so perfectly? Is the lighting dark? You see lots of clutter, like a full basement. Whatever you see, just observe it. Whatever you feel, just observe it. You don't have to do anything to change what you see or how you feel. Residing in this heart space, look around and pay attention. Maybe you want to run free in the vast space or maybe you want to start picking up the clutter around you. Maybe you want to shut off your ears from the sounds you're hearing, or maybe you want to listen deeper and turn the volume up. Again, just observing. Take a deep breath right here, feeling this presence. And remind yourself right now that anytime you want, you can come back into this space and clean up, or run free, or listen, or ask. This space is always available to you. And it can be whatever you desire. It is. It is. Whatever you desire. Maybe take a breath right here. Bowing to what you see. Bowing to yourself. Noting again. Everything you feel. And then turning around making your way back out. Maybe you want to leave the door open this time to flood more love and light in. Or maybe you close it to keep that space safe. Bring yourself back up through your throat, into your third eye center. Whenever you're ready, you can blink your eyes. Rock your head from side to side, wiggle your fingers. Come back into consciousness. I hope you saw whatever you needed to see. Thank you for going on that journey with me. I hope you all got something out of that. Whatever it was, whatever you saw. There is no reason to practice any attachment or obsession. any of it I did this meditation myself Sunday morning I want to say and today is Wednesday and I saw this big valley It's a massive valley, so green, so lush. And there's a stream running through the center of it. And I was walking through the stream. And I slowly raised my eye gaze up. And in the distance, I saw these. Rocky, giant mountains. They were snow-peaked. They were so big. And immediately I felt this drop in my chest. And this question arose in my mind of why? Why are there mountains blocking my heart? And I heard you are strong enough to pass them, and those who love you enough to enter your heart will receive the power to cross in, and I just thought that was such an interesting and beautiful moment. So yeah, that's what I saw, and I don't think my heart has, I know, my heart has not always been a vast, bright place if you entered your heart space and you saw darkness and boxes of clutter and walls and anything. Whatever you saw, it's just meant to be. So now, we're going to talk a bit about residing in that heart space and what that really means. Something that I think is important to mention is how much your senses really play into the soul. It's weird because you would think that the senses only reside with the physical body. But it really affects our soul, especially sound. Sound vibrates at a certain frequency that affects our hearts. So maybe if you just reflect and think about The music you listen to, or the conversations you have or hear, you can think about how that affects your heart space. I've recently been listening to lots of chants and saying lots of chants on my own, and it's such a beautiful way to carry our voices. It's so nourishing, listening to, chanting. I even think about in high school when I would listen to tons of rap. (laughs) And it affected my mind so much and my heart so much. At a whole Migos phase. I loved Migos. <laughs> and. Now I realize. When I was in my Migos phase. Those words didn't just stop at my ears. I would be singing them back. It would flow into my conversations. Poor language. And. Poor actions as well. Because that was the content I was consuming. Everything we consume today is who we become tomorrow. The food you eat. The content you consume. It's who we reincarnate as tomorrow. We are reincarnating every moment. It's a constant evolution. And when you realize that, you realize how much power you truly hold. So when you tap into the heart and open your heart, living with love and living with compassion becomes so much easier and so much more natural. So I'm going to tell you a bit about my journey opening my heart. And it, I mean, I'm telling you, this is an everyday thing. And it's been a recent expedition. So when I decided to get out of the time in my life where I was in a terrible mental space. And I decided that I needed to change and that I needed to. Try again, not try again. I decided I needed to take control of my life and start living from a place of more positivity and kindness. A lot of that initial change was in my head. I think... A lot of us spend all of our time in our mind. And a lot of times it's not a nice place to be. A lot of times it's a really cluttered environment. And it's just full of thoughts and tasks. And from my experience... The thoughts continued. You know, the rate of thoughts continued, but the content shifted. The initial big shifts of my spiritual journey. So I was shifting my thoughts from not being enough to positive affirmations. And just kind of screaming them into my head. and thoughts of prayers and thoughts of compassion and I was just filling my mind with these thoughts rather than negative thoughts and you know it works it's really important to take care of our thoughts but we have to be careful to not solely reside in the mind Because those thoughts only go so far. You can think a million thoughts and do nothing about it. But when your thoughts lead to emotion, and your emotion leads to your will, What you will to happen. What you desire to happen. If we think about these three things. Your thoughts. Your emotions. And your will. I think a lot of people tend to reside heavily in one. And I may be completely wrong. But if I think about different interactions with people I've had, some people are so emotionally charged. And everything is done with an emotional backing. And they're just constantly feeling, feeling, feeling. Some people are constantly thinking, thinking, thinking. I know for me, that's where I've resided for most of my life. And then some people are always doing, 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 not putting much thought into it, not really considering the consequences or asking themselves why, just doing, doing, doing. and we can come into a balance and a unity of it all by balancing our mind and our heart within the past few months I've really started to quiet the thoughts in my mind And it makes me such a better channel of intuition. This is something I mentioned briefly in the Goddess Ink Full Moon Gathering. If you don't follow Goddess Ink, you absolutely should at Goddess Ink Movement. Every full moon, my beautiful sister hosts a gathering and some new moons. But in the last gathering, I mentioned a desire to quiet the mind. Because when you quiet the mind, your intuitions become so much clearer. You know, the thoughts that come into your mind have a purpose. Have a reason. And when you relinquish some of the energy... From the mind throughout the rest of the body your emotions become more sensitive in a way you become more sensitive to your emotions you can feel where in your body you're holding something or how you feel throughout the day how you feel in different circumstances I've recently realized how much of the past few years I've just spent numb to emotions honestly. I remember my senior year of high school talking to my sister and just telling her like I feel so numb to everything. And then, you know, that kind of had to do with the depressive episode I was in that lasted until the end of my freshman year-ish. I mean, taking a sip of water. I mean, it kind of lasted until covid Um, because I just wasn't really in a mental space that was so great. Fall of 2019 to 2020. But anyway, yeah, even in moments of positivity in the past three years, there's still been a bit of numbness. I feel like most of it has been rooted from my mind and not so much my heart. And there are times where I'm laughing and it feels so pure and so joyful. Or I'm crying and it feels so pure and really powerful. But most of the time I feel like I'm pretty stable. And my emotions don't sway too heavily. But in the past few months that I've been mindfully living from the heart which is a funny sentence mindfully living from the heart but it's the daily practice of paying attention to what your heart needs tapping in and seeing do I feel blockages in my heart do I feel like I have boundaries up what are those boundaries for you know it's okay to have boundaries unless you have resistance to something because it needs to be taken care of a lot of times we resist the things that need our attention because it can be scary things that we don't want to dive into and i get it man but you just have to have compassion for yourself and tackle those things gently and with ease And recognize that when you clear that blockage, so much love and light will flood the area. Having compassion for yourself is something I've recently really learned about. You know, it's different than self-love. Self-compassion is really building this relationship with yourself where you can be Your own support system. And where you can be an observer. And a caretaker for yourself. And it doesn't have to be some crazy dramatic thing. Like self-love is incredible and amazing. But so often it's just associated. One, kind of it's just associated for women. Like girls take a bath. Get your face mask on. Why don't we market self-love to men? Word. Having self-compassion is building this relationship with yourself where... You know what? It's, it's really like... But so having compassion for yourself is really like empowering the relationship between your manas and your buddhi so manas is your feelings how you feel and your buddhi b-u-d-h-i is your intellect your reasoning your logic so in yoga class we learned that the relationship between the manas and the buddhi is like The relationship of a mother and a child. When you're feeling angry or sad or even overjoyed, the buddhi can step in and say, Why do you feel this way? Let's say you're so, so angry about something and you're just fuming and livid. And the buddhi steps in and says, why are you so angry? What are you going to do about it? What should you do about it? The booty steps in and just kind of crosses the child and says, It's all going to be okay. The reason that you're feeling this emotion is totally valid. And it's divine that you're feeling Every emotion is divine. But letting this emotion consume you isn't necessary. Let's just have compassion for ourselves and carry on. It's a really beautiful relationship. It's using your intellect and your feelings as a way to balance the heart and the mind. So this relationship between the emotions and the intellect is really like our relationship between our mind and our heart if you want to think of it that way and it helps with your self-compassion and having compassion for the situation you're in for the reactions and responses you're dealing with but it also allows for you to be vulnerable Which is really interesting because I recorded this episode and then literally that night I went to yoga school. Um, I'm in a yoga teacher training and we were talking about vulnerability and it was resonating so much with this episode. So I'm hopping in from the future. Hello. And the way that this relationship between the manas and the bhuti helps our vulnerability is because... We can't just bear our hearts to everybody. Not everybody in the world is there to take good care of our hearts. But when we're smart and when we think about the relationships that we have and the relationships that we're manifesting and the spaces in which we're asked to open our hearts, we can reflect on that and then make the informed and aware decision on how to open our hearts best. Something else that I really want to talk about, and that is honestly my really big message with this podcast, I guess the past 30 minutes have been other messages about kind of more about healing the heart connecting with the heart and now what i want to tell you is about using the heart as an open channel of divinity and love i feel like so often we are just told you have all the love you desire within you you have that greatness within you you are whole on your own but i think that what we're missing out is the magnitude of unconditional love that is source that is whatever you believe in that is whatever form of god you believe in goddess universe whatever existential energy you believe in and you can tap into that is an abundance of unconditional vibrant deep and true love I believe that God takes so many different forms God takes all the forms And whatever form you feel called to follow, that's right. And that's the form for you. You know, whether that be Krishna, Jesus, Allah, everybody, Ganesha, any of the goddesses, Gaia, Lakshmi, Rama, In my mind, these are all versions of the same love, the same source, with their own spin. So when you recognize that your heart can be a channel of this love, You can really tap into it and fill up. So something I think of is the vastness of the heart. These are different visuals that I use meditating or just in a moment of tightness. I visualize the vast openness of my heart maybe you see yourself down there clearing out whatever needs to be cleared or if you're standing on the top of a mountain or in a valley or just in this space of light whatever your heart space is look up and imagine the ceiling opens the skies open and more light just pours in you can imagine your heart as an outlet or maybe your heart as a plug and you can just plug yourself in to source And just become a total channel of that divinity. Something massive I realized that got me out of my head and into my heart. Is that we really are just vessels of divinity. That we are vessels of love and light. And this physical being is just a space for the soul to reside for some time. So that's why we should take care of ourselves because we are vehicles of God, of Goddess. You open up that heart and find that peace and light. And warmth within your heart space, and you're plugged in to source, then you'll realize that there is nothing stopping you from pouring out your love to others, there's nothing stopping you from serving strangers. And speaking openly. And you'll realize that there's no reason for you to judge yourself or to judge others. Because love doesn't judge, love is accepting you'll find you won't even desire to judge others, it won't enter your mind. It's amazing how even today I noticed, I had a dream last night where I was fighting with my roommates about things that don't bother me anymore, but they used to. Things as small as cleaning up the kitchen or being loud things that used to really, really bother me, and now they don't at all. And I didn't even realize that it didn't bother me at all until I had that dream last night. And it was kind of a reminder of how stressful living in my mind was, striving to control this space that we live in, and stepping back and just having compassion for where we are and recognizing that It never bothered me to clean the kitchen. It bothered my mind, but it never bothered me as a spirit. It was never any extra stress or pressure on me. Suddenly I realized that I didn't desire to judge anybody and I didn't desire or find myself triggered, rather, by unnecessary things. By tapping into that heart and opening up your heart. From my experience, I've found such a greater unity with the rest of my body. That light has flooded from my heart into my other chakras and I feel like my intuition has become so much clearer and my connection with Spirit, with Source, has all become so much stronger simply by living from a place of greater love. True love, not just love of our mind as an algorithm, as an equation. But the love of presence and of source and of selflessness, really. Because it is when we surrender self and our identity and just find complete humility that you are an opportunity for a spirit to encounter the world. That is where you find true peace and presence in the heart. Now, I am going to shuffle my cards, my beautiful oracle card deck. It's called Earth Magic, and we'll see what falls, what message (sighs) to reside with you. As I shuffle these cards, I always say, Angels, archangels, spirits and guides, gods, goddesses, whatever message you desire to be shared with the present and future listeners of this podcast episode, may they fall through the cards. Many thoughts that arise in my mind be your message to share. These cards are falling like ten at once. Oh my goodness. Oh, amazing, amazing. Sometimes I just keep shuffling, and sometimes I stop at one. We've got a few falling. They're very jumpy cards today. Okay, that's five.
1: Let's see what we have here.
0: So first, we have full moon, a card of completion. Then we have dance, the card of celebration. And dream time, the card of creation. Rainbow, the card of blessings. And mountain, the card of strength. If you listened to our last episode, mountain was the card that fell. Something that I think is really beautiful about these cards is that we have so many different dimensions of the universe here. We have the moon that resides in space but has so much power over Earth. Then we have dance and celebration, dancing of the physical self. It reminds me of music, which we talked about earlier that sound the sound of your heart In dream time this creation card is one of my absolute favorite in the deck it might be my favorite in the deck this is the second time it's ever fallen for me and I love it so much the book tells about how the card represents an old Australian tradition that a tribesman played the didgeridoo and the world was created. I think that's really beautiful because the world is in our hearts, everything that we desire is in our hearts, and when you plug in, you really access that vastness of every dimension of the universe, and when you allow that divinity to fill your heart, fill your body, fill your mind, when you just become a pure vessel of that love, you are everything. everything, all the contradictions, all aspects of love and light and balanced with all aspects of shadow and darkness. It's all divine. Next is the rainbow card which says blessings and this one i i feel called to read and the book says the storm has passed and it is time to enjoy the refreshing beauty of this cycle even though it has been difficult to appreciate any sense of purposefulness in what you have endured lately you can now as they say count your blessings do not just look at the brighter side adhering to some academic mantra That has no heart or depth, but do so slowly with the genuine gratitude that is expressed up close and personal. (laughs) This ever-evolving process of life itself is a blessing, an opportunity to exist as a human being on earth. The planet is a beautiful garden, even if it does not always appear to be so. Sometimes it is only when you look back at a memory of an experience that you can truly see the blessings that have come from them. Bless your difficult or painful experiences and let them go. That is so heart healing. All that clutter you may see in your heart. It's a blessing. Recognize that emotion, that experience. And as you carry those boxes out, turn them into something beautiful. Beautiful. And what it says, do not just look at the brighter side, adhering to some academic mantra that has no heart or depth. That's exactly what I was saying about just the constant affirmation thought wheel in my mind. And it did help so much. Changing my thought patterns helped me me get out of that darkness so much. But now it's time to deepen and dive into the heart and really feel that mantra, really feel everything that goes with it. What a great card. And then the last one was mountain, which represents strength, which we spoke about last time But I feel called to read this one again, to see if something else stands out this time. It says, it makes no sense to deny the strength you have at the cost of allowing yourself to be reactive and subject to external influences far beyond what is healthy for you. Imagine yourself as a mountain of strength, solidly grounded in the earth your head held high as if you were touching the sky do so without straining just as the mountain itself does not strain the current situation calls for you to be vigilant but not to the point of fear or paranoia be that rock of strength that you are capable of becoming the solidness of your resolve will be clearly communicated when you model yourself after the towering immensity of a mountain Inpenetrable and inscrutable. Standing steady like a rock is what is called for at this time. This first sentence is really what stands out to me. It makes no sense to deny the strength you have at the cost of allowing yourself to be reactive and subject to external influences. So what that's saying is, You have so much more power when you become more mindful. When you respond instead of react. When you remove the attachment from the external and just let everything that happens, happen. It also reminds me of what I was saying about not reacting anymore, not getting annoyed or triggered anymore over little things, but rather just doing it and just being present and being there and fulfilling what is in front of me. That reactiveness comes from the mind. And the patience in responding is in the heart. And that's where your true strength lies when you again come to that humility and release the self and just surrender to being a vessel of something far, far greater than our minds could ever know. When you're living from that heart space of non-attachment and from love and rooted in source. Then you can stand tall as a pure vessel and not falter at the influence of others. Thank you, cards. Beautiful, beautiful messages. Thank you. I think it's about time to wrap her up, you guys. I had such a wonderful time talking to you and I hope that this made sense and some part of this message resonates with you. I hope that if you didn't do the opening meditation, you create the time to do it at some point. And if you did, then I hope that some part of this message has inspired you to go back into that heart and clean up or run around or just sit and listen. As always, I hope you have a beautiful day or night. As always, please reach out to me with any thoughts. Or questions. Or if you just want to say hey. If you don't already follow me on Instagram. You can. At Raleigh Hutchison. With a shared H. And wherever you're listening. Subscribe. Give a little five stars. Maybe a little review. I don't know send this to a friend who you might think would benefit from it. Anyway, I look forward to hearing your responses, and I thank you for taking the time for yourself right here. Thank you, and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Namaste.